This topic today is one of my favorite because it means I don't always have to be my kid's teacher, and some days that's a good thing. Hi, I'm Pam Barnhill, and I have helped thousands of homeschoolers create doable systems, beat burnout, and bring more joy to their homeschool days. Welcome to episode 15 of the 10 Minutes to a Better Homeschool podcast. Okay, so we're talking today all about outsourcing in your homeschool. What is it? Why do you want to do it? And what are the benefits and even some of the drawbacks to outsourcing in your homeschool? So it's a very broad definition. Outsourcing in your homeschool is when you, the parent, are not the primary teacher of your child. Now, I'm not talking about for everything, though I suppose that could happen. I've never had that happen. I've always taught some things, but that's what I'm talking about, where you are outsourcing some of the things in your homeschool to another teacher. And there are so many different ways that you can do this. You can do this by hiring a tutor to work with your child. We have had a math tutor for a number of years. And when my kids were younger and they were still in elementary math, I tell you, when my daughter hit long division was about the time that we got a math tutor. And um, I would still work with the kids on some of the stuff. And then the math tutor would come along and shore up some of the things, explain things differently. This was how I knew I needed a math tutor. When my daughter didn't understand long division, the only thing I could do was just explain it again more slowly I didn't have any other tricks in my bag. I didn't know any other ways to help her to see what long division was. That was when I knew I needed a math tutor. So when I didn't have a different way to teach something, when I didn't have the skill set to teach things differently, that was what keyed me into the fact that a tutor was probably needed. That was when we hired a math tutor, but I still worked alongside the kids until they got into about pre-algebra or algebra. And then I was like, eh, I really have no desire to learn that stuff over again. And so fortunately, our math tutor is very affordable and we let her continue to do that. Another way that you can outsource is by having your kids take an online class. So at various times, my kids have wanted to take an online literature class with a different teacher, or maybe they've wanted to do some kind of elective like coding or art. And these are skills that I don't necessarily have in my arsenal. Actually, let me just lay it out there. I don't have these skills in my arsenal. And so I connected the kids with some really passionate online teachers who could teach them those particular skills. And they really loved connecting with those other teachers who were passionate about those subjects, who had a lot of um, knowledge about those subjects, and they really just enjoyed those classes. So that's a second way to outsource. A third way to outsource is to join a co-op, join a homeschool co-op, and then you can connect kids with teachers who are passionate there. You can get them in a classroom setting, which is not always a bad thing. And there, there are different classes there that they might be interested in that you're not particularly interested in teaching. So that's three different ways right there that you can outsource in your homeschool. And there are going to be variations in all of those things and how it looks and what it means for your homeschool. 
Okay, so what are some of the benefits of outsourcing in your homeschool? Well, I've kind of touched on a few of them already. Getting your kids in touch with really passionate teachers, uh, people who love what they're teaching. You know, I mentioned my daughter, when she started struggling with math was when we got her a tutor. My second child did not struggle with math, didn't struggle with math at all. I still put him in with the same tutor. And the reason I did that was because I wanted him to have conversations about math with somebody who was passionate about math. So I didn't say bad things about mathematics, but, you know, it wasn't something that I just absolutely loved. And I wanted him to be able to connect with and have conversations with somebody who loves their topic. And the same with literature classes. My kids have done some of those online. I'm a perfectly adequate literature teacher, but this particular teacher really, really loves her subject. And so it made it that much more fun for my kids. So connecting your kids with people who are passionate, connecting your kids with people who are just knowledgeable or have a particular talent with things like art or other topics like that. And then, and then another thing is getting your kids into a classroom setting making them, letting them practice being accountable to somebody else, letting them see what it's like when mom is not the one expecting your paper to be turned in, letting them see what it's like when they are responsible for coming prepared to a classroom discussion, whether that be a virtual classroom discussion or an in-person classroom discussion that you want to... uh Let them see what it's like if they're not prepared one week so they know what that feels like. That is a great life lesson to learn. And so those are all reasons that outsourcing can be a very good thing for your homeschool. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about some of the drawbacks to outsourcing in your homeschool because there are a few. I mean, obviously, cost is always a factor. You would probably love to have your kids have a tutor for one or more subjects or take online classes, and sometimes cost can be a mitigating factor for that. So you always have to budget in those extra dollars for the online classes and things of that nature. And then when you start working on someone else's schedule, be it a online class schedule or a co-op schedule, then you give up some of the freedoms that you have as a homeschooler. I know our community manager, Dawn Garrett, as her children have taken more and more online classes, she homeschools from January through November and they take December off. Um, They don't even start back to school until close to the end of January, the middle of January. And it's gotten really hard now that her kids are taking classes that are on a more traditional school schedule, classes that aren't off in November and December, that are off in the summer. And so it's it's been kind of a switch. So you give up some of your scheduling freedom that you have as a homeschooler when you start taking online classes. Most homeschoolers feel like it's a perfectly adequate trade-off that they don't mind doing the trade-off. But sometimes I think, you know, it's like, ah, oh, we've got to follow somebody else's schedule. We've got to be somewhere at a given time. So that's another drawback as well. I think you're going to find that if you have very little kids, there is no need to find uh, reasons to outsource. Possibly you could for some of those interest-based things or those elective things. I would just encourage you when your kids are young, explore all of those fun things together. You're going to have plenty of time and reason to outsource as they get older. And then what you are going to find as your kids get older is you're going to outsource 
more and more things. And then you become more like a mentor and a coach as a homeschooling parent. So it's perfectly normal. It's perfectly natural. And it's wonderful that we have the freedom and flexibility to outsource exactly what we want to or what we need to and create the best educational experience for each of our individual kids. All right, there you have it. That's all about outsourcing. Now I'm going to include some of my favorite resources for outsourcing in the blog post that goes along with this podcast. So be sure to come check that out at pambarnhill.com slash tmbh15. Also, we love for you to leave ratings or reviews of the podcast in your favorite podcast app. And if you take the time to do that, we really do appreciate it. It helps us get news out about the podcast too other listeners. And I'll be back next week. Next week is an interview podcast. Mary Wilson from MaryHannahWilson.com is going to be coming on. She's going to be talking to me all about homeschool socialization. Ah, yes, the big S word. You do not want to miss that one. So we will see you next week. Until then, keep on homeschooling.